When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinemile. It's the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Today, we're uh, uh, preparing to take our whole family, all four of us, to a trip to the cinema. An early morning, 11.15 showing of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It is a bank holiday in Ireland, so it's perfect bank holiday, rainy day vibes. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this movie because I've seen very positive reviews for it. Yeah, um, I saw a trailer. It looks good. They're doing the Spider Verse thing. Mm-hmm. So as well, a, you mean visually? Visually, yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think there's multiverses in this. No, 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 not. no, no. I'm not talking about that. I don't really know what the plot is. Yeah. Except that all all the sort of marketing material for this seems to be just them hanging out and being teenagers um, and they seem very and charming the voice cast sounds good I love the look of the animation it's doing that sort of uh, Spider-Verse sort of uh, comic book come to life choppy frame rate thing it looks interesting um, Seth Rogen is behind this uh, and we, I, um, we did a we always check the BBFC ratings before bringing the kids or something so we're a bit on the fence with this one it's a PG but it looks suitable. Well, we've made, we are the parents. Yeah. And we have decided that the things that this outlines, uh, you know, uh, threat, mild threat and some violence, um, are, our kids are very familiar with watching Lego Ninjago. Yeah, and they watch like a that. lot of ninjas. So they love stuff. ninjas. So uh, they're not really familiar with this property. I am, and you, but uh, I in particular, played with these toys as, as a kid. I've loved the Turtles cartoon. I love. Um, I never had toys, but I absolutely love the cartoon as a we kid. We should we should have kicked off with a, kicked off with a <laughs> maybe on the maybe after the film we'll do a little bit of a teenage mutant ninja turtle. But um, ninja turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. I'm remembering it. Okay, can you can you tell me which what 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 the lyrics were for each four what what the four of them did? So Donatello does machines, whatever that means. Michelangelo. It's a party, dude. <laughs> I can't remember. One of them's cool but rude. I know that. That's Raphael. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so our I, kids I, aren't familiar with it actually at all. So we um, we've showed them pictures and stuff earlier. We told them it's about ninjas. They're excited. Let's go. I have a lot of affinity for this. The um, I absolutely loved this as a kid. What's weird is like looking at the top ten, top ten this summer, mm-hmm. right? Which I actually have in front of me. It's like the... You mean e- top 10 box office? Top, sorry, top 10 box office in a uh, worldwide box office at the moment. Looking at it here, the era of superheroes is is potentially at a close. There's Well, these, three these guys here. are superheroes. We specifically mean like Marvel and DC movies, right? Yeah, well, it's traditional superheroes. I mean, what we're looking at here is Super Mario Brothers, Barbie... 
the Little Mermaid, Transformers. These are all things from our childhoods. Yeah. Like they're just they're just back. It's just a perpetual nostalgia cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ever went away. I think it's been rebooted every ten years or so in different forms. I haven't kind of kept up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if if the Vanilla Ice song Go Ninja Go Ninja Go features in this, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll be satisfied. Yeah. Uh, anyway, will we head in? Yeah, let's go. All right. Oh, we gotta go get our kids first. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Right. Bye. <laughs> hey guys, if we weren't monsters that were shunned by society and we could do what we wanted. Ah! What would you guys do? Go to high school. Maybe get a girlfriend. Can you imagine that? Not likely. This is insane. Turtles, mutant, karate teens. I want to know everything about you. Our dad is definitely not a giant rat. That makes me feel like he's a rat. Police are baffled by the recent crime wave led by a superfly. Nobody's ever seen his face. Why? Because he kills everyone who does. Cool. No, not cool. Eh, a bit cool. Can I kick it? We take out Superfly, and then everyone will think we're cool. They'll accept us. Can I kick it? He's making a deal tonight under the Brooklyn Bridge. Can I kick, 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 What the? Y'all some little tortoises, huh? I can't believe there are other mutants. You want to roll with us? Hi, oh yeah, we're back. Uh, we've uh, just seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem with our kids. We've just left them with their grandmother and now we're out for a nice stroll by the river. Our kids think it's totally normal that we watch a movie and cinema with them and then we'll be like, okay, now you should go and be minded by someone for 20 minutes while we make a podcast. They're like, cool. Yeah. We were like, do you want to come talk in the podcast? They were like, no. We used to bring them when they were little and in a buggy and like didn't talk. Sadly, it doesn't work anymore. Now they're very much not interested. And and also, well, we'll give you their uh, opinions first Mm -hmm. before we get to ours. And by the way, if if it's your first time here, there's no spoilers um, until there will be. And we will notify you when Mm -hmm. we turn onto Spoiler Street, also just by the river. Maybe it's a spoiler tributary. Maybe. Um, So our kids... Uh, Oscar, the five-year-old, very much enjoyed this movie. Yeah, really I think, liked but then it. he kind of likes everything. Yeah, uh, he rarely dislikes a movie in the yeah. cinema. But he was like actually leaning forward in his seat on this one and like really into it. So yeah, so uh, suitable there, for there five-year-olds. There was a romantic subplot in this film that I mentioned to him afterwards. Oh, I said, oh, I think that um, person wanted this person to be their girlfriend, and Oscar's like, no, they didn't. <laughs> completely misses a romantic subplot. He just can't see it. Yeah. But then why would he pick up on the... It's relatively subtle, the, yeah. cu- the, the cues of all this, that. This is definitely, though, like, I don't think it's unsuitable for younger kids as such, but it's definitely quite violent to the point where you're like, is it... A, it's more violent than, like, Lego Ninjago, which is what we were kind of, I you know. think... I think if I had watched this beforehand... I, I would have made a different call. Yeah, I don't. I, think so I don't as think. Well. I don't think I'd have brought Elliot, our three-year-old. The three-year-old. Now, now there was though. nothing. There's nothing sort of unsuitable for him, as you say, as such. But every child is different. It's just quite. He was it just bored. And, but and it's, it's a bit. It's aimed at older kids, I think. Yeah, he like the animation isn't. It, the animation's cool, and I really liked it. But, but it's, it's not, not very colourful. It's yeah. actually quite brown and drab so in places. So the three-year-old places. said, "I think ten minutes in, is this nearly finished?" <laughs> <laughs> and then when is it finished was said a lot so very much like his elemental review which yeah. was colourful so um it's hard to please a three year old don't bring a three year old to this movie yeah. almost six year old go for it but yeah we both really well I think you really liked it I think you we really laughing. liked it but yeah. we laughed yeah I th- this is a funny film it's, it's fun. really really good um this is like 
it's it's essentially a it's a reboot of uh, the turtles again I would say so it's kind of an origin story um, but an origin story done in an, in, in an interesting and different way I think they play around with the um, the expectations of what, what what I have with a sort of a familiarity of the turtles uh, pretty well I thought the, the all the cast are really good yeah agreed. everyone's really fresh I like that there's actual teenagers voicing them mm-hmm. um, they're really that there's a camaraderie and I think from very early on there's a moment where you like I uh, I empathized with the turtles and what they were hoping for this feeling of yeah, alienation and they're looking for acceptance and so they're the movie teenagers. had me very yeah, early on they just I think they actually feel like very real teenagers and I think there's some good additions to the film like to the world of the turtles which I have not seen since probably the mid 90s is probably the last time I watched any Ninja Turtle thing, but um, but the, anim- like the animation and they're on the internet and they live in the sewer and they want to be up in the real world and I kind of liked all that. I love what they did with them. Um, it actually has Little Mermaid vibes in does. many ways because it's all about a parent. Uh, this isn't a spoiler, but it, it's a parent telling them that it's not safe up there. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, they're they're constantly like obsessed with this human world. And then they do that number. I want to go where the people go, <laughs> and that was very moving. Actually, I really enjoyed the rash. What's he called again? Splinter. Splinter, love him. Oh, he's fantastic. Jackie Chan, as it turns out, in the credits. Splinter has a fantastic arc in this and he's a really well-developed character. Like, I don't remember him being anything. More so than ever before. And and he he has all the best jokes as well. Yeah, Splinter's really good. April is brilliant. Yes. I love how April looks. She's cool. She's interesting. They've done a lot with that character. And and they made her a teenager as well. Yeah, Because in the the, the sort of TV show that I remember... She was a grown-up reporter. Um, yeah. So she's much more interesting she, much when she's more their age. Yeah. She's like a fully fleshed-out character, and uh, I really, really liked her. So yeah, I think it's a great, like it's a great movie. I particularly think it would be a great one for like tweens. Like I think if you had like yes, a, t- a kid around age if you're ten, eight, eight to twelve, yeah, to eight to thirteen, maybe even slightly older. I think I think this is I think it's cool. It's got a great. I mean, a nearly forty-year-old man saying that something's cool to teenagers. Well, it's clearly it, aimed. It's clearly aimed at like mille, 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 what are we millennial parents? But I think it's got a lot. You're right for us and something for the kids. It's got a lot that would appeal to them. It's got a banging soundtrack. It's got yeah. a great fresh animation. I love like the lighting in this. There's there, there's like uh, the the elements around light bulbs are just like there's lots of pencil scratches that you can see. Explosions look really interesting in this Great in this of, movie. And when I wake in the Great, morning, yeah, so I many good music side. cues. Genuinely, really good bad laugh guy. out loud, funny. Great not, bad guy. The bad guy is not Shredder. The story's really good. Yeah. I mean, like, I was emotionally invested in. Uh, and everybody and um it's it's i think a lot of effort was put into the the screenplay which was written by seth rogan and evan goldberg who he writes has written a lot of things with it so that's everything from you know super bad to um it explains the hit level of jokes like i didn't like i hadn't really i know you've mentioned seth rogan but i hadn't quite realized how involved he was in it um it's fairly funny, like consistency throughout. We were laughing. It's really good. I care. I care for the people. At all. No, that's true. Like not once. That's true. We should we go to spoilers? Yeah, let's go to spoilers. So spoilers now. Uh, you have been warned. Just before we get spoilers, for... though, it's this film is much better than you'd expect it to be, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'd actually recommend seeing this. I think it's a yeah, good watch. I think so um, too. And I think it's it, it's interesting coming off the back of. I actually literally forgot 
until just now that there were two live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films in the past what 10 years I know we never saw them I like, think I saw a bit of me. one of them I remember Will Arnett being in them but but they had this Michael Bay sort of tint yeah, to them I, remember I think he now. was involved and it, it, it had a Transformers really it was just like yeah let's yeah. make it like the Transformers template and it was just a f- like I, I remember I did watch like 20 minutes of one of these and they were just like ugly looking movies I didn't like and, the trailers and no. also this is this is just tell me like this is the era I feel like now with 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 um, when you look at like Mario dominating Spider-Verse it's just like Mario's maybe a bad example but make like animation is the format where you can do way more interesting things than you can do in live action for yeah. comic books so, so do it like yeah. this is an example of I don't think you would ever get this level of uh fast-paced like um uh action scenes and and like whip whips you could you could just do things in animation that you can't in real life yeah and also then if you are doing something like the turtles or um you know something that, that you have to have entirely cg characters you're just always going to face the complication yeah. of those two things and then they not age meshing. poorly exactly. you know what really works in this as well is and now look it has been a long time since i watched the original so i was a very different age i was much younger than the characters now i'm much older than them but they feel like they actually felt like teenagers and i don't think in the original cartoon which is the one i'm most familiar with they particularly felt like teenagers no they feel quite young here they almost feel like they're like 14 15 with 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 the you know i haven't seen that cartoon in 30 years yeah. but my from, from um my my impression of that would be and we did watch the uh, we did watch the, the the theme song on youtube before we came out here that's the, that's the, the most research we did but my impress i think you're right but that would have been written by probably middle-aged men in the 80s and 90s well this is still replicating teenagers well yes correct but it actually really annoyed me when but we this voiced by teenagers that was yeah. not vo- that was voiced by yeah, also just, middle-aged men it really annoyed me when we came out of the cinema and i saw the poster because i'd never actually seen the poster and it says like from what does it say from eternal permanent teenager permanent seth teenager rogan. seth rogan and i actually but you know what mate like you're pushing 40 something it's just enough an embarrassing thing to A, say about yourself or B, let a marketing person say about you and I don't know which one it was. He's not a perpetual teenager. He actually is a man in his 40s and it's people in their 40s thinking they're like teenagers can like, that's just embarrassing. And yeah. like, you're not, okay? But, so, but hang on. But- and I think I think this film captured being a teenager well, but I'm actually not a teenager so I'd like to I'd be curious to know what a teenager thought but of Yeah, it. but sorry, I, I don't understand your point because a minute ago you said this film seemed to depict what 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 our, what our impression of being a teenager was. Yeah, but, they but felt like authentic point, teenagers. We're, but we're not teenagers and we don't call ourselves teenagers. Like, fine, we don't I, claim to have no, a teenage no, no, okay, perspective. Fine, fine. Like, it's just a bit naff. But what we're, what we're agreeing on is this movie does a good job of replicating it even references Ferris, Ferris Bueller at one point it kind of feels like yeah but Ferris Bueller is such a millennial a, reference as well I, yeah, no fine this is clearly aimed at millennials yeah. we've acknowledged that like I don't know who the audience of this is but we are millennials <laughs> it works for us the audience they is were recognisable they were they were they, my, my point is the, the, the TV show in the 80s yes r- teenagers written by 40 year old men but sounded like didn't sound like teenagers. Yeah, no, the they just sounded voices, like yeah. whatever, like no, we're boring the heroes. Market for this because we bought four tickets for us both and our two kids. We probably might have watched it without our kids because we both had liked the sound of it anyway. So yeah, they're goofing off. They're on TikTok. They're yeah. irresponsible. Like they, I don't know. They just, it just, they, it they felt, felt more authentic. They yeah. felt like, I mean, 
John Hughes, John Hughes had John had a good grasp on how, what teenagers, how they sound, and 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 ringing authenticity out of it. Well, and also, I think that that kind of came just through Seth here. When he wrote this as well, there seemed to be about five writers yeah. in the credits. Right, we're going to spoil the street now for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem, and maybe all the other <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles films that we see. So, firstly, spoilers. Okay, spoilers again. The uh, Go Ninja, really the Go Ninja rap came on. Did you hear it in the radio in the car yeah, for a barely, minute? Barely though. Oh, but come on, that's enough. What do you want them to do? I a wanted, whole musical number? I wanted the full. With vanilla I wanted ice? the full original um, song. <laughs> I really did. I'm not joking. If anyone doesn't remember that, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, The Secret of the U's, one of my favourite films as a kid. I never saw the films. Um, oh, I used to love them, but they are not good. Um, the there is a, a full on musical number in the movie in which they crash into a nightclub and Vanilla Ice is performing <laughs> and then they have a fight scene and then he adapts his rap into a brand new song love called that. Go Ninja Go Amazing. to spur them on the uh, and that are, was the 90s I love how, I actually think it was very clever how they opened the film and it's kind of like that we kind of see them now and then it does a flashback to them as babies and they're these super cute little turtles which our kids were really into as well and then the whole sequence of like them being raised by that was Splinter. Adorable. I absolutely love that sequence. Also, the, the design of Splinter was fantastic. Yeah, really I, he good. looked very different than he's been before. And I particularly liked his mustache and um, sort of curly uh, curly perm. Yeah, I um, did as well. From, from when he was a younger rat. <laughs> I really enjoyed I lo- that. And I really, this, this film is funny. It, it's like the, the, um, when he says, like, you know, uh, I was an older rat, so I turned old, and you were baby, so you're a baby, and we're not going to think any more about that. <laughs> I really like that he was also kind of lonely and looking for love. He got a little bit of a romantic. Oh my god, all that stink bug stuff at the yeah, end was just was so funny. funny. I don't know, like it's just simple stuff. Yeah. But the uh, yeah, he I, I, I found I, I found I was laughing frequently at this movie. Like it, it just really made me it laugh. Wasn't like wasn't particularly when his busy. cockroach friend got killed. It was funny. It wasn't particularly busy, but we No, but it's doing pretty well at the box office, I think. I know, but I think we were the ones laughing in the cinema. I don't know that anyone else is laughing. I mean, it is funny though coming off last week, coming back going back to the cinema a, a week or two after Barbenheimer where we yeah. went to two packed up screenings to to be sitting in a you know, there was like 12 of us, maybe. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of was still in Barbenheimer mode, and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so busy. Um, Ice Cube as Superfly, adored, loved that uh, performance, very cool. Um, great, great villain. Stuff, yeah, very really, fun. Uh, and all the all the um, the creature design in this movie yeah. is fantastic. I loved the rogues gallery of villains, which I had a lot of them as toys. You know, the crocodile, yeah, the, I didn't know the any gecko. Of them. I just remember they're the all rhinos. characters from the turn. And like I really like the, I like the message of the film as well. I think like the plot of like you know humans won't accept you, and then the humans kind of realize they're helping them. But it just like pause. You know, it could give you if you're a bit older than I could. You know, pause to reflect on how you treat people who are different than you as well. I yeah. like that. Um, and yeah, I just think it was a good time. It's a it's great a, family film. It's a film. really good screenplay. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, they seed all the. The, the, the themes of it really well from the beginning there's uh, there's even all the little things that pay off at the end like um, Donatello's into anime and they visit the high school and he sees an attack on titan um, uh, drawing on someone's locker which says oh they're so excited to be in high school which I think was so endearing I love that but, uh, but so also sweet. it pays off in the end because 
there's a giant monster and they say you're the one who knows all the anime yeah. Donnie what do we what do we do it pays off I like um, the I like the plot of and again this is us being parents and the kids won't be into it but I like the plot of Splinter like being overly protective and then yeah. having to allow the kids to learn for themselves and I, I really like the point as well that like as much as like a parent wants to like control their teenager and stuff and keep a teenager inside teenagers just don't want to be inside with their family all day and you have to accept that they yeah. need to be out socializing with other people and i love the scene where the four turtles are all like in their bunk beds just like on their phones because they're so sick of each other as well yeah uh, i quite enjoyed all that i really felt it felt so real that longing that yeah. they had it was so and identifiable and one of them was like I think the blue one I can't remember which one he Leonardo. was Leonardo Leonardo was like I just want to go to the prom and have a girlfriend and I was like he's going to get to go to the prom at the end of the movie and he, he did so, but like I, I loved his I loved how awkward they were yeah. as well that's the other thing they weren't they were always very capable in the TV show as yeah. I remember do you know what I mean like, like they were, this makes more sense this is like their first job but I also look exactly it's, this is why it's a really effective origin story yeah. but it tells its own story there was a bit but where I it also, got too violent for me though and I think you might have I think you might have been in the bathroom but um, there's a montage of them kind of just basically beating up a lot of people and then and I just think our kids didn't get this luckily but the one in the red the kind of aggressive one he actually like they got the answer they wanted from some villain as to where they needed to meet Superfly and then he punched him anyway. Oh. Now he moved his fist and then it went black. So like you didn't see it land, but I knew what was happening. I don't know if the kids did. And then one of the other turtles said, like, dude, he'd already answered the question. And I just thought, why do they have that moment in the film? Like, yeah, because they are kind of role models. Yeah, well. it was too violent and I didn't like that. Albeit it was off screen. Like if you figured out what was happening, it was, I, I didn't like that actually. Can I also say, I really admired the end of this movie that they, because uh, I thought at one point, you know, Leonardo says, you know, that you know they're they're in the middle of the battle and they're being flashed up on uh, Times Square as villains, and they and they said, and he gave his big speech, his big moment, which was, um, they're not going to accept us, they're never going to accept us, but we should be heroes anyway. Yeah, and I, I thought guess. that was going to be the end of the arc, and that's their realization that they need to live in the shadows and be secret protectors which has always been the turtles position you know mm -hmm. they always live in the sewers and they but they protect humanity and then the movie pivoted and I really admired that and they were like no they're just going to be heroes and they're going to get everything they want and they're going to go to high school and I was like oh that's really refreshing it was lovely and interesting and then I think I really like the <coughs> ending setting up for the sequel where we see a hint of a shredder enjoy yeah, that yeah I mean that was obviously going to happen um and, and that's kind of the thing here. Nothing really played out. Um, nothing surprised me. No, it all played out. Because I thought Shredder was going to be the villain the whole time. I guess oh, that, I was, that, like, oh, was a, yeah, that was a little surprising. But, yeah. but as soon as he wasn't, I was and like, he's okay, he's going to be in a stinger for a sequel. Like when the um, Superfly became like the monster Superfly. Oh, that was pretty cool. His legs are made of horses and stuff. It was that's actually the, freaky. That's a great design. Yeah. And also just, but they, they managed to wring even some small, tiny, funny gags out of it. Like yeah. when the when the antidote shoots him in the leg and one horse turns back to normal. I yeah, mean, that's, it was, it was fun. funny. And he was basically like Godzilla and stuff. I enjoyed all that, all the New York City stuff. So yeah, the, joke, yeah. the jokes landed. It felt really fresh. I liked spending time with all of these characters. Um, it had a tiny little bit of a nostalgia buzz. Um, but that wasn't the, the primary um, thing. This this film has value in itself, and yeah. I would happily watch another one. So, mm -hmm. yeah, absolute like. Um, and love April's slam dunk. Uh, puke girls uh, arc. Uh, so, anyway, let us know what you thought about it. Come over to the cinema at gmail.com or come over to Instagram, X, 
or a oh no box. don't say that <laughs> i'm not gonna call it i just that. don't think that somebody can like patent or trademark a letter don't talk to us on I x just, i don't think i mean that talk that, to us somewhere else i don't think that you can do that <laughs> or come over to patreon.com forward slash the cinema where we do monthly retro movie reviews we just watched blowout what was it called blowout blowout yeah, yeah with, John, with john, uh, john travolta from and, the uh, 80s. we're doing loads of tv reviews and you get to you get to pick the next movie we're going to watch yeah. if you join up there and we're um, just about to record a tv episode um this week on what are we watching hijack hijack jury duty jury we finally duty. watched yeah finally watched a little bit more and just like that because i just can't stop talking about it and uh, yeah come over to patreon.com forward slash cinema lots of good stuff there um, and thanks for listening and we'll see you uh, see you over on, on X you know <laughs> just be doing our re, re, reposts on, on X <laughs> bye, bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.